Ain't you glad God gave you opportunity to serve Him? I read one time a guy, a guy said this. He said, how come it is an honor to serve a earthly king and a sacrifice to serve a heavenly king? It's an honor to serve a heavenly king. It's an honor to do something for a heavenly king. Amen. I've never seen him, but boy, I love doing something for him. Because he could use anybody he wants to. In fact, he used a whale in the Old Testament. He used a donkey in the Old Testament. He used a rooster in, in Peter's life in the New Testament. And yet he has chose and allowed me to serve him. I don't want no rooster to get to do it for my place. I don't want no whale to get to do it for my place. I don't want no donkey to get to do it for my place. I don't want no rock to cry out for me. Hey, listen, I say shut up, rock. Hey, keep it quiet. It's my turn. Amen. I want to praise Him. I want to glorify Him. I want to serve Him. Amen. Hello and welcome to the Victory Bible Podcast. Thank you for deciding to listen today and be a part of our listening family. We pray that everything is a great blessing to you. Well, let's all be, let's all do that. Amen. To serve him. Strength declining, but God's got a door open. So I don't feel like I can do much. Well, join the crowd. Can't nobody do much, but God can do a whole lot. In fact, little is much when God is in it. Amen. Think about old Gideon, Gideon, Gideon down there at the threshing floor. And Brother Jimmy, he's, he's down there not because he's so tough. And he's sitting down there doing push-ups getting ready for the fight. He's sitting down there hiding from the battle. And the Bible says the Lord comes to Gideon and says, Hey Gideon, thou mighty man of valor. That's a, that's a blatant hypocritical statement. Seems like to me when he says it, but it's not. God sees what Gideon don't see. And Gideon's small strength turns into great strength. In fact, he has a great big army. And God says, you got too many for the fight. He's already outnumbered, but he said, you got too many anyway. So he cut it down one time. And he said, you still got too many, Gideon. And he cut it down again, brother, like the 300. He said, now you got enough. And they sound man like crazy. And God Almighty, they, they sit there and they, they pull a lamp out and he puts an earthen picture over it. He don't pull out swords. They don't pull out bones. They pull out lamps and pictures. And the Bible says they take a trumpet and they blow that trumpet and hit that picture. And they shine that lamp. And the enemy thought that they were surrounded and ran over each other and killed one another. And they never had to do a thing. So what's the moral of that story? Little is much when God is in it. Amen. David goes to fight Goliath. He doesn't grab a sword. He don't, he don't get a bow. But he grabs five smooth stones. Somebody say he didn't have faith. Well, all the Bible said he had four more brothers beside Goliath. Amen. I believe David was aiming for all of them. David said, I'm going to hit you. And when I get done hitting you, I'm going to hit all your brothers with you. Amen. I ain't done with you. I'm going to kill all of you. <laughs> Little 14, 12 to 16-year-old boy, he's challenging the whole world. So how can that happen? Little as much when God is in it. Because at the end of the story, a little man 
a little pebble, and a big giant laying on the ground. Amen. And God is the one who did it all. Amen. Strength declined. They were small. They were little in little strength. Has kept my word and has not denied my name. Listen to this. I wrote down this. The church. The churches presented. The churches presented. Look at verse 9. Behold, I will make them of the synagogue of Satan. Synagogue is another word for church in the Old Testament. But I thought about the church of Satan. Now he ain't talking about believers being become the church of Satan, but he's talking about lost people becoming the church of Satan. But I wrote down some things. I thought about this. Jesus' church versus Satan's church. In Jesus' church, the leader is the Savior. One who died in your place. In Satan's church, the leader is the adversary who wants you to die. In Jesus' church, you're heaven bound if you've been saved. In Satan's church, you're condemned already. In Jesus' church, he's touched with the feeling of your prayers. Every time you pray, he feels what you pray. He feels your problems. Hey, but in Satan's church, he couldn't give a rip less about any feeling you had, any problem you had, any trouble you had, any sorrow you had. He'd just assume you have more sorrow. He'd just assume you have more trouble. He'd just assume you have more heartache. Hey, but I'm glad. The Bible says he, that, 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 that he's come to steal, to kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, I am come that they might have life. Had more abundantly. Amen. He didn't come to kill me. He came to let me live. Amen. He didn't come to kill you or condemn you. He came to let you live. Thank God for a Savior. Amen. In Jesus' church, He provides. In Satan's church, He takes away. In Jesus' church, He forgets your sin. In Satan's church, He reminds you every day of your sin. Ain't you glad to be a part of Jesus' church? I'm glad I ain't a part of Satan's church. Amen. Hey, listen, they talk about that, that, that Satan, Satanism is on the rise. I don't understand why. Why would you want to be on the losing team? Why would you want to gather around a loser? Amen. I'm gathering around a winner. Amen. I'm gathering around somebody that won. Amen. The compassion proclaimed. Look at verse 9. The Bible said again there at the bottom, he said this, which say they are Jews and are not, but do lie. Behold, I will make them to come and worship before thy feet and to know that I have loved thee. He said, he said listen, I'm going to let them see that I love you. He said, they made fun of you down here, but they won't make fun of you up here. When you get up to heaven, they're going to look and they're going to realize I loved you. I cared about you. I died for you. Boy, I'm glad I'm glad going to get to heaven. It's going to be good. Amen. He's going to pour out his love. In fact, the Bible said he's going to show for the exceeding. He's going to show us in the ages to come the exceeding riches of his grace. That word exceeding means beyond limits. Riches of his grace. He's going to show us beyond limits. His richness in the grace of God. Amen. The compassion proclaimed. He says, I'm going to let them know I love you. Amen. Heaven's going to be a place of love. That's why hell's going to be a place of hate. Let's imagine that for a moment. Hey, daddy's going to hate children. Children going to hate daddies. Brothers going to hate sister. Sister hate brother. 
Think about a daddy who told his son all of his life he was, there is no God. This Jesus thing ain't real. This Bible ain't real. That church mess ain't real. That mess is a bunch of fake religion. They ain't real. You let them die and go to hell. That son will hate that man for the rest of his life, for the rest of eternity, throughout all of eternity. If he does meet up with his dad, and he does for any way, in, in any house, somehow or another, figure out that's his dad. He'll be full of hatred. He'll hate his guts. He'll fight him in hell. He might bite him in hell. He'll scream at him in hell. He'll cuss him in hell. But you take that up to heaven instead of going, instead of going to hell and you go to heaven it's a place of love amen that's a place where a daddy who's told his children that Jesus died for sinners that he loves sinners that won't the same sinners and that boy gets to go to heaven he'll turn to his daddy and say daddy I sure do love you I thank you for telling me that there was a God had he had a son named Jesus he died in my place hey heaven's gonna be a loving place amen yep Heaven's going to be a loving place. Greater than that, though, the Lord's going to love on you when you get to heaven. The Lord's going to love on you when you get to heaven. <laughs> Can you imagine all what I'm talking about? Hey, the Bible said... Thank you again for listening to the Victory Bible Podcast. Look forward to you listening again with us next time. If you're not saved, our prayer is you put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ at the end of this podcast. You pray and ask Him to be your Savior. Our, our prayer is if you're saved and discouraged, you be encouraged. And if you are saved and, man, you're trying to do your very best, we pray that you just keep on keeping on doing what God has called you to do. We love you. May God bless you. Have a great day.